62 of Pods In the key of Springfield Season 6, episode 3 Nick It's so sick. Nick, we've recorded three of these things today <laughs> And the thing that at first like, yeah, that's funny, let's keep doing that Now I'm like, am I getting genuinely annoyed by this? <laughs> I feel like I've got a fairly high tolerance But apparently three And I'm already like, oh, don't like that anymore <laughs> Uh, and you're much more tolerant of me than most of our listeners, <laughs> so I look forward to receiving the hate mail. So we were just we were just talking you know, vaguely about clip shows because we're looking at a clip show episode here, another Simpsons clip show. Tell you what, based on uh, the sound levels we were seeing just then, you could also describe this as a clip show because the audio was clipping because we were hitting the peaks. Have you? So you... the twin peaks. Ooh, sneaky peaks. What? We are like the dreamer who dreams and then lives inside the dream. Speaking of which, uh, I went and saw this movie the other day that I quite liked. It was about this little detective boy, this little detective rat boy. Yeah, okay. He was this little rat and he had to solve mysteries. Uh, meow. Uh, meow? In a sequentially ranked hierarchy based on level of critical importance, the disparity between us is too vast to quantify. Agent Stone? The doctor thinks you're basic. Meow, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah he, he had to go and, uh, yeah, he, he was a little detective boy, and he had to solve the disappearance of some kid's dad, and he went and, you know, fought a bunch of monsters. Yeah, okay. It's called Detective Pikachu, yeah, and okay. I liked it a lot. I thought it was pretty good. Sneaky Pikachus. <laughs> I was going to say, that surely has to become Sneaky Pikachus. Yes. Uh, and there wasn't that set in in Peru, wasn't it? No. Sneaky Pika Machu, Machu Pichus. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. Okay. You know, the pre-evolved version of Pikachu is called Pichu, so, you know. Pichu. Machu Pichu. I Ma- mean, there ah. is a Pichu. Macho Pichu. The, Pichu, the, yeah. the, the pre-evolved Pichu. Yeah, it wasn't very good in Smash Brothers Melee, but now in Smash Brothers Ultimate, Pichu can hold his own. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we were talking about clip shows broadly. Do you reckon there's a demolition service called Smash Brothers? Presumably. Mm. They've got that funny little logo with the guy with the hammer, you know, that logo that we see on that van around Adelaide sometimes? Maybe you don't know the, the logo. No, I don't think it's like a it's like a funny looking clip art guy with a big hammer. He's got one leg raised. Oh, speaking of um, speaking of clip art, I'm glad you brought this up actually. So this (laughs) is this is the Simpsons clip show. Yeah. Oh shit! I thought it was going to be a documentary on Clippy. Yeah, me too. The the little Microsoft (laughs) Word. It looks like you're trying to write a letterman. Yeah. Um. uh, But it's not. No. It's just a bunch of recycled footage. Have you, so you can think of any good examples of a clip show, I can think of exactly one, and I'm not talking about a lot of these ironic, let's pretend it's a clip show, but it's actually new footage, you know, community style things. Uh, Clerks, the animated series, the animated spin-off series from the movie Clerks, All right. which only ran for like 12 episodes. Good. The second episode was a clip show, and it was all just clips from the first episode, <laughs> and they did that as a joke, and they pulled it off, it worked. Hmm. Because they all get like locked into like a vault, 
and they're just reminiscing about previous adventures they'd had, but they'd only had one adventure. <laughs> so there was like one of like one of them was like the same clip repeats like four times because <laughs> it's all any of them can think of to talk right. about. Okay, do I like that? Maybe, maybe in context. I don't think I like you would it. like the Clerks animated series, but I think it worked in context. Sure, I sure, sure, liked sure. it. I definitely can't think of one that I enjoy. <laughs> this episode is about love. Of course, it is about the grand theme of love. So let's talk about love, shall we? Let's talk about love, shall we? Let's talk about birds and or bees. Oh, good tag. <laughs> talk about Homer and Marge and Bud and Lisa and Maggie makes three. Hmm. Yeah. I thought you were going to rhyme it with fucking, so <laughs> you went for a much more uh, sensible choice. Yeah, I went very Simpsonic there. I got Simpsonic with the Simpsons. Yes. Tremendous. Let's see. How much of this do I actually want to ask? How many times have you been in love, Nick? Oh. <laughs> Swinging right out the gate. Oh, I don't know. Because, you know, when you're in your informative teenage years, yep. any person that looks at you, mm. you go, fuck, is this it? Are, yeah. we, are we in love now? Yeah. And my answer was universally, uh, meow? Yes. Have you gone back and, and stricken those from the record as I think I might have? I'm yeah, very undecided I mean, on one. Well, see, that's the thing is that when you ask me how many times, I go, well, do I count those? Because, yeah. like, you know, yeah, okay, at the time it felt like I was, but looking back on it, I go, eh, well, I don't know, why? Yeah. But is that just the distance... I don't have the I don't have the, <laughs> the brain power to answer this question. On the way here, actually, because I I walked from my house to the train station, and it's like a fairly long walk. It is a long walk, and I just happened to walk past at one point, like my first like major high school crush. Like I just walked oh. and saw her from a distance. I was like, ah, oh, that's funny. Okay. And how and how is your math teacher? Ah, uh, well, uh, I mean. She taught me a lot about physics. No, it's is probably, that a joke? Probably maths. Yeah. Oh, you mean like sex physics? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, there's that song from Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, uh, the the love of math. What is it? The math of love triangles. Have you seen Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? It's a good show. To be honest, that is a show where the name is such a put off for yeah, me yeah. that I would not approach the show at all. Yeah, it's the kind of show you get a few episodes into and it's like, oh, that's why it's named that. It's not... F- yeah. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It, just, it seems like a very dude bro type name. It's not though. Yeah, I know. It makes sense in context, oh. but I think the name probably did turn a lot of people off. It turned me off until yeah. like I kept hearing good things about the show. Mm. So good show. I heard a similar thing, and again, I didn't engage with the show at all, but I heard a similar thing about Mr. Robot. Apparently that was a name that in no way represents what actually is happening in the show. Or, well, the sorry. show is just about a robot wandering around saying, boop, boop, I am Mr. Robot. Oh, so it is that. Please insert uh, chemical agents into me. Well, I don't know, I've never seen it. Br- bringing it back to the point of the clip show, does Mr. Robot find love with, presumably, Rosie the robot made from the Jetsons? Thank you, PlayStation. Thank you, PlayStation. That's the PlayStation expressing his love for Mr. Robot. Oh, I thought that was the PlayStation going, yes, he did fuck Rosie from the Jets. It's just Mr. Robot wandering around saying, I only possess these floppy disks. I am in search of a hard drive. Mm. Why won't somebody teach me how to love? So it's a good show. Mm. Mm. It's about a robot. Robotman. All right, right. Robotman. It was called Futurama. 
okay. Um, cool. Well done. <laughs> Is this the one that's going to break your spirit? Like, you don't even have, like, jokes lined up. You're just sitting there, like, fiddling with something in your hands. and Fiddling with some twist ties. Yeah, but... just hoping that I, like, the two pages of notes that I somehow wrote will pass oh, yeah. through. No, I'm, this one's being entirely carried by you. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like I have, like, retroactively stricken all instances of believing I was in love before about the age of 24 from the record. I'm like, mm. yeah, that didn't count. Yep, yeah. that's, that's fair. And even the one that I identified at 24, I'm like, ah, I don't know. Is that real? Yeah. I don't yeah. know that that was real. Yeah, I also think... Um, I think that might have just been like I conflated things because I was deeply depressed. Yeah, I also think that um, none of it matters. Like, <laughs> none of it matters. Like, I don't know. Just, you know, oh, how many times have you been in love? Who cares? Like, it, um, just... Well, it's just for the sake of having a thing to talk about on this podcast about this fucking clip show, really. Oh, yeah, but that wasn't me shooting you down. That was me shooting down the general concept of, I don't know, interpersonal relationships, I guess. Are you saying down with love? Are you Peyton Reed, director of the 2003 Renee Zellweger vehicle, down with love? Fucking What? <laughs> Who am I? Peyton Reed. Peyton Reed, the director of Down With Love. Hey Nick, is that you down on the riverbed changing the colour of the stems of the plants? Yes, I am painting reeds. <laughs> what? I don't know. Peyton. Oh, Peyton. <laughs> yeah. I like Peyton Manning. Yeah, exactly. Which one was Peyton Manning? Was um, a football player? Football player who I think has a lot of allegations of dodgy sexual abuse. No, that's not good. I know. Allegedly. I don't know any of the details. <laughs> okay, well, shit. Or maybe it was the other footballer. <laughs> the no, other footballer. I don't know. Have you ever read The Bridges of Madison County? Fuck. <laughs> is that the one that... De- is it, isn't that a map? <laughs> a map? A map. It's like, well, you got this bridge, you got that bridge, you got several bridges. Wouldn't that be great if the episode did just open with Marge unfolding a map and looking at where the bridges of Madison County oh, are? Oh, you know, I'm not sure about these bridges of Madison County. There's not much story involved. Bridge. A lot of bridges, though. There's a story bridge in, in Brisbane. Does that count? Is there? Yeah. Tell me more. Uh, it's one of the main bridges in Brisbane, I think. Does a troll live under it? Not to the best of my knowledge, although it's been a while since I've been there. It's been a while. I think I... I don't know. In another life, I could have been a good bridge troll, I think. <laughs> Just staring at you to find out where you want me to go with this. You could have been a good bridge troll. I mean, there's still time for you, James. <laughs> is there? Yeah, there is. Okay. I don't know. I feel like there are fewer bridge trolls these days than there were in olden times. Mm. You know, when like, when, like, goats could talk. Do you reckon Toll Bridge has its origins in troll bridge <laughs> and you had to pay to get across it and that's why it's like toll troll you had to pay the troll toll you had to pay the troll yeah. toll you gotta pay the troll toll if you want to get into that boy's hole you gotta pay the troll toll to get in you want the baby boy's hole you gotta pay the troll toll you gotta pay the troll toll to get in troll toll what you say troll toll I believe pay the troll toll if you want to get in this boy's soul. You got to pay the troll toll to get in. I believe paying the troll toll is now what we call reading the YouTube comments. Mm. Got to pay that troll toll. Pay that troll toll. When you were a child, when you were like a little baby neck, did you did you ever think that like fairy tales that were about like talking animals, like this is all stuff that just happened a long time ago, or is it always fictional to you? 
It was always fictional to me. Okay, I think in, it was to me as well, but the, then there's a part of me that's thinking, was I an idiot as a child? Did I believe things? In the same way that uh, the magic in the Bible was always fiction to the me. The magic in the Bible. Mm. Where they would all get their Magic the Gathering cards and play around. That wasn't quite the magic that I meant. I no, always you're thought, talking Parcheesi. Yeah. Mm. Uh, pa- what? What is Parcheesi? Isn't he a rapper? <laughs> I don't think so. Oh, no, I'm thinking... You're thinking of Yeezy. Yeah, or, or Little Wheezy. <laughs> little Wheezy. Is there one called... Oh, that's Little Wayne. It's a nickname for Little Wayne. I think there might be a Little Wheezy. Yeah, a Little Wheezy. He's a know. Little Wheezy for my taste. Uh, yeah. So this episode opens with Homer and Marge in bed. Marge is reading the Bridges of Madison County. Gets held into a fire. Jeff Bridges of Madison County? Yeah, the dude abides by the Bridges. Uh-huh. So Homer... Believes it's 3am, but Marge says it's 9.30pm and you spent all day drinking beer in Maggie's kiddie pool. Yeah. And you, I feel like this is the highlight of the episode for you. You mm-hmm. perked up at this line. You got excited. Yeah, because when she said drinking beer in a kiddie pool, I was like, oh, that sounds fucking great. And then we cut to Homer fishing a hot dog out from between his legs in the kiddie pool and then takes yep, a bite. Back in season four. Yeah. And I'm yep. like, well, that's not good. And don't they have an actual pool... That they built just two episodes prior. Oh shit! That you're disappears so correct. entirely after that episode. Huh? We see Martin's pool get destroyed, but we don't see the Simpsons pool get no, destroyed. No, we simply see the water come out of I, it. I guess summer is over, and they've decided. Well, you know, we this... might as well take apart this pool for some reason. The pool, which had like no sort of plumbing system installed. I mean, isn't a pool? I guess it's an above ground pool. Yeah. I'm only really familiar with like a... Uh, Ingram. In yeah, Ingram yeah. pools. I've got an Ingram pool. Ingrown? Yeah. Inground? Pull it out. Oh. Yeah. Fuck. Um, new... <laughs> I feel like above ground pools still need like a pump system, which this pool did not have. I would think so. I mean, well, well, I guess it depends on the size though, because you can get those ones from like Clark Rubber that are just like... Well, you, now, you get a pool from Clark Rubber? Yeah, you can. So you just get your shoes resold. Sta- no, 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 no. Those, those stand-up above-ground pools. And I'm now trying very hard to not do like the Mitch Headboat joke about how little fun you can have in an above-ground pool. Um, Is that a thing he can... Uh, what am I going to do? Throw the ball back to Ricky? Um, I saw a commercial for an above-ground pool. It was 30 seconds long. You know why? Because that's the maximum amount of time you, t- you can depict yourself having fun in an above-ground pool. <laughs> If it was 31 seconds, the people in the pool would be going, what the hell, what am I supposed to do now? The water's only up to here. What should I do, throw the ball back to Jimmy? It's hard to have fun when the water's only up to my knees. Um, (laughs) Okay. uh, 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 Yeah, yeah, why isn't... Mind you, I think drinking beer in a full-size pool is a very, very different image to drinking beer in a kiddie pool. Mm. That's true. I've only ever drunk beer in a full pool, though. I've never drunk it in a kiddie pool. Well, you know what we're doing when summer rolls around. Damn right. My best pool experience, I was I was somewhere in California. I was in Carlsbad. I was at this resort in Carlsbad for this uh, review event where I went over to review Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Mm. And we got there. should have the... called it Carl of Duty because you're in Carlsbad. Yeah, and the game was about a man called Carl and his duties. Yeah. Which was mostly to clean up the blood and splatter after the warfare. Oh. So we, the Australian contingent, got there about two days before the like we actually had the game to review. 
So we basically spent two days just sitting in the pool, eating chicken wings and drinking beer. Mm-hmm. Maybe the two best days of my life. Mm. Hard to top. Mm. Truly tremendous. That does sound very good. I took a very, very big gulp of water just then and you I did. had to get rid of it out of my <laughs> mouth. Uh, that does sound good. Yeah. See, I'm just, uh, that episode seems to suck the life out of you. I'm trying to energize you with like, you know, stories of happy things that have happened in my life. <laughs> I just found this clip show so fucking tedious. I feel like I actually saw your soul leave your body during it. If only souls existed, then yeah, he would. <laughs> You're really just batting away all my bullshit today. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to stop being the the reflective brick wall or whatever it was you called me in the last episode. Nick, should we teach our listeners about love? Is that on us now? Wait, in what yeah, way? Yeah, how few people are going to listen to this episode? In what way? I don't know. Alright, okay. This whole episode feels very disconnected. Like, the theme is... That Marge believes love is everywhere and the kids should learn about love. Mm. And she does this by saying, hey kids, you ever been in love? They're mm. 8 and 10 years old. It's yeah. too early. Too early. Yeah, they don't need to know about any of this shit. Turns out both of them have been in love and it's both. there's been heartache involved both times. Doesn't bode well, does it? And the episode starts with Marge being worried that she and Homer are setting a bad example of what love is by not being loving enough, like openly. Mm. And at the end, Homer says, oh wait, yes we are. And that's the resolution. Yeah. Yeah. Because once again, it does the early Simpsons Homer pivot where something that wasn't Homer's problem to begin with has now been solved because Homer. Yes. Anyway. So look, I feel like fundamentally, I feel like we could rejig this entire episode and you could turn it into maybe the best episode of The Simpsons. Sorry, I've just noticed the drawing you've got there. Yeah, Ralph is really hard to draw. I was just trying to draw Ralph during the episode. You've got like two Ralphs floating above a Krusty. Yeah, because I tried to draw Krusty as well just to see if I'm like a bad artist or if (sighs) Ralph is particularly difficult. What a thing to do. Because I was looking at Ralph, like he looks like he'd be difficult to draw. He's like a little too pumpkin-y. And Mm. like his little hairs, like how do you get the spacing between them and the angling? And then I drew Krusty, who's like a lot of, you know, like sort of bubbly shapes all joined together. He's a much easier shape. He's easier to draw. He's a bubble. Because he's segmented. Yeah, segmented. Like an orange. Exactly. You know, and drawing Krusty is a lot like eating an orange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How so? Well, you just eat the damn orange, Nick. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair, 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 fair. So, like, here's the thing. Watching this episode, I realized fundamentally... I actually really liked the core concept of this episode if it wasn't a fucking clip show. Sure. If this was an episode where Homer and Marge earnestly tell each other about the times they nearly had affairs and they work through it, which mm. is something a cartoon sitcom would have never done in the 90s, but they probably would try to get away with today if it was yeah. like a new modern good show where you could just do an episode that wasn't that funny and just dealt with... These two characters dealing with the fallout of this thing. And maybe mm. if it was something that never even happened on screen in a previous episode. Sure. I think that could be good. I think that could be interesting. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, so when we and, when and, we pitch our own season of The Simpsons to and, and Fox... The, and the strange part about it is, not only would that have been more interesting from a Homer and Marge point of view, but it would have given Marge the resolution that she wanted of being able to turn to the kids and say, well, well this is what... Love is, because mm. your father and I have just worked through this issue, but we've come out stronger on the other side of it. Absolutely. And it would have been, that would have been a very good turn. 
As it currently stands. Why weren't you in the writer's room in 1993 or whatever? Look, I tried. I knocked on the door and I was just a little little baby boy. You've been six. <laughs> little five, five little baby six. boy. I walked in. I said, excuse me, Mr. Aldean. I have a pit for you. And he said, what the fuck are you doing, kid? Get the fuck out of here. He was really mean, actually. It's interesting that you got rid of that lisp in the intervening years. <laughs> yeah. The next day, I ditched it. I yeah. was done with it. You decided it, it was a character turn yeah. that wasn't working for you. I walked in the next day, actually, and I said, hey, I'm back. I've got some new ideas, baby. And they said, what the fuck are you doing, you little fucking kid? And they, they actually kicked me pretty hard in the stomach and sent me on my way. Mm. Matt Granny found out later and he was very upset because he actually wanted to hear my ideas. He was so upset that he started groaning. Yes, he did. Mm. But um, James L. Brooks just would have none of it. Mm. He just didn't care for me. Mm. Mm. What an interesting turn of events. <laughs> It wouldn't be until many years later that I saw Broadcast News, uh, James L. Brooks's masterpiece, and forgave him. Broadcast... Yeah, okay. Oh, you've, you've told me about that before, yes. Yes. Hey, Aaron! I think you're the devil! You know I'm not! How? Because I think we have the kind of friendship where if I were the devil, you'd be the only one I would tell. Yes, I did. Really struggling here. <laughs> yes, you are. <laughs> I'm wondering what I can do to help you here, Nick. I think I'm beyond help, James. <laughs> You're beyond help. <laughs> I think I'm beyond help. Uh, would you like a beer? Yeah, sure. Why not? All right. Um, all right. I've got Furphy in the top fridge. Is that all right? Yeah, sure. Right. Probably, what's the time now? Yeah, I've got time for one beer. So I'm gonna. I'm just going to keep talking while Nick goes to get some beer. Hello, listeners. Uh, okay, so... The first story, the first major clip we get, we get this very long extended clip of Marge talking about her near affair with Jacques for Onion Rings himself. And this is a bit of an interesting one because I feel like the show is almost saying, like, maybe Marge should have had this affair. That is the vibe I'm getting. She sort of, you know, she points out that the only reason she didn't is because she drove down an ironic street that reminded her that she is married... And then she says, if you snip out the part where I already had a husband, that's my idea of romance. This, uh, this near miss she had with Jacques, this near affair, is fundamentally her idea of romance. We understand that she's not in a particularly loving relationship a lot of the time. A lot of sadness in her life. Is it bubbling? Oh, oh fuck. Okay, for the listener, we just spilt a bunch of beer like a pair of fucking idiots. <laughs> there is beer on the microphone, but oh, only a no. little bit. There's beer on my vintage woolen rug. <laughs> That's all right. I have specific wool detergent. <laughs> I yeah, do. You do? I do. I love that you laughed, and I'm like, no, oh, that's the only real thing I've said so far today. <laughs> Oh, God. Is mm. the microphone badly beard? No, just a little bit. Oh, like a little bit, bit of the bass. That's fine. See, it's like I can wipe the dust off with the beer. That's probably not a good idea, but I've done mm, it now. That's fine. So yeah, I think I, I just took them too much. Out <laughs> I get a bit of beer on my uh, my page here. Oh, you're a real beer page. It's covered up the exact note that I was currently talking about. So look, um, should Marge have had this affair? Should she leave Homer, have a wild, sexy affair... Really live her life. Is it an affair if she leaves Homer? I guess not. Mm. Mm. Maybe. Um, look, I mean... 
Who knows what Marge really wants? She's had ample opportunity to leave Homer. That's true. She should have just up and done it by now. See, because the real like the potential to actually dig into this. Maybe knowing the way that the Simpsons is going, maybe the twist in the end of season thirty is that Homer and Marge become Polly, and they just start fucking everyone. They start fucking. Yeah, I think season thirty might have already ended. Season thirty-one, the polyamorous years. (laughs) Okay, I'd be up for that. I think. I mean, at this point, maybe give them a bold new dynamic to explore. At this point, why? Well, at this point. Simpsons will, because The Simpsons has dealt with everything in the universe now. Mm. So at this point, The Simpsons will either deal with... It will deal with polyamory in one of two ways. Mm. It'll either be making fun of it as something that only the ultra-hip, trendy people do, and then there'll be a whole bunch of weird jokes about it, like the... the Oh, you're in robot face! You know, when someone had a robot costume uh, that on. that joke. Yeah, they'll either do that mm. for, polyam- <sighs> for polyamory, yeah. or... They'll make Homer and Marge polyamorous. I'd much rather that second one. Hmm. On a long enough time scale, assuming The Simpsons last forever, which it will, uh, will there eventually be an episode about us and our podcast? Imagine. Will, I don't know, will The, will the Simpsons discover a pair of Australian podcasters who are doing a show about them for some reason? Or maybe it'll like a well, I don't already, know. Maybe like Krusty will discover that like there are two Australians doing a recap podcast about his show, exploring from the very beginning. They've already got the uh, the concept cover art covered. Sorry, not, not the cover art. They've, they've already got our character in the cover art for our podcast, so they don't need to spend much time researching true, yeah. a model. Yeah, one hundred percent. Though they will get us mixed up. They will call your character model James and my character model Nick. Yeah. Just Which, like every time we make a guest appearance on any podcast that isn't The Simpsons Index. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's, <laughs> that's a continued issue. That's always fun. Which is I, actually fun. It's okay. But, still, but it's I, funny. I, I really enjoy the way that on the several podcasts that we've made appearances on, mm. where there have been a reversal of our names, after three, four corrections... Yep. They still proceed to get it wrong. And at that point, it's like, well, all right, yeah, I'm, we'll I'm, with this. I'm James now. <laughs> I feel like we have badly thrown off the rhythm of some of these podcasts as well by just refusing to pretend we have each other's names. I also think it's funny that... I don't call you by your my name and you don't call me by yours. I call also... me by your name. Good movie. We rip out so much of ourselves to be cured of things faster that we go bankrupt by the age of 30 and have less to offer each time we start with someone new. But to make yourself feel nothing... So as not to feel anything. What a waste. Um, I also think it's funny that I reckon for maybe the first 20 episodes of this podcast, we would always like say, oh, I'm, I'm Nick, and yeah. you would say that you're James. I'm James, by the way. And, uh, good luck at this point. Yeah. Like, we just... <laughs> <laughs> it's no longer important. People say sometimes that our voices are similar. I don't hear it. They are wrong. <laughs> um, listeners, feel free to write in and we'll we'll tell you that you're wrong. Having said that, I love Reply All. I get Alex and PJ mixed up all the time and their voices are not particularly similar. That's curious. Yeah. Hey, this is Alex Goldman from Reply All and I just want to let you guys know that hunting down a specific issue of an Australian Simpsons comic from the 90s. This is a great idea for a podcast episode. My guy, I'm willing to talk... And, um, like, we've had Alex on our podcast, <laughs> and I still get confused. 
I enjoy um, Australian podcast Hottest, hottest Hundreds and Thousands. Yeah. They go through um, every song that's ever been in the Triple J Hottest 100. Um, and I've listened to every episode of that. I've paid attention to all of them. And I still have no idea who is who. Yeah. I know David. He's the kind of the main host guy. And I know that on a logical level, I know there are three others. But I also feel like there are 19 guys called Adam, a handful of Nathans, <laughs> and several Andrews, and I can't tell any of them apart. Bunch of Andrews and Nathans and Adams? Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Which year are you? You've listed all of it? You're up to date? Yeah, I'm, I'm up to date. I've smashed it hard for a while. It was one of the things that blew my pod queue out for a long time. And I'm slowly paring my pod queue down. I'm almost, I'm not at real time yet, but I'm, all, I'm getting closer. I just listen to our podcast in a constant loop. What other podcasts are there? What's the I point mean, of it? it'd be great if you could do that on one of the platforms where that might actually bring us some money, like Radio <laughs> Public. <laughs> We're never going to get any money, but yes. No, uh, that's a good point. There's a few... Look, there's a few... <laughs> oh, also, and this is something that you'll almost certainly cut out, but uh, to all the people that... Uh, sorry, to the two or three people who occasionally say, hey, you guys should set up a Patreon. No, it'd be embarrassing to do that because we'd get... 78 cents a month and we'd rather not bother I mean, maybe we should anyway though i'd like the money <laughs> I, I i anticipate you'll cut that comment out and then you'll 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 take my words and chop them up to say hey everyone hey, new patreon we've opened a patreon <laughs> 78 dollars a month james why did you make me say the word patreon by cutting together three other words i said the word patreon <laughs> i said it several times what if we started Patreon and immediately like had huge pledges coming in, just thousands of dollars? That would make my tax return a slight nightmare to do. Would it? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, it'd be fine. Yeah, it's probably fine. Uh, so there's a, there's like two two little things they sort of do with the editing here that are close to being interesting. One of which I think actually works, and one is like unexplored potential. After the Mindy bit, we cut back to the family. And they ask what happened to Mindy. Homer says uh, she hit the bottle pretty hard and lost her job. Mine's like, hmm, good. Yeah. And that's like, I don't know, it's funny in its harshness, but also it kind of feels like throwing a pretty good character under the bus. Yeah. yeah. I, I, just, I like that Marge is surprised. Hmm, good. Um, yeah. And it's almost she's surprised at how happy she is that that was actually the outcome. Yeah. Oh, good. But again, like, it would be nice to actually explore the. Uh, the fallout of both of them nearly having affairs and mm. what that actually means and like what stopped them and you know, everything around that. Yeah. I also like the the cut to Selma and Sideshow Bob getting married. Oh, yes. Yeah, so here's another successful example. Cut to Sideshow Bob uh, planning to kill her. saying, wait, no, that's no good. Mm. That's it. That's everything in this episode. It's good. And then the end resolution is Homer and I saying, oh, wait, we fuck. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And I was then there's a montage of them kissing, and it made me think cartoon characters kissing looks weird. Don't like it. Yeah, it is weird. Stop kissing that cat and get in the car. What? Nothing. Is that a quote from a thing? Yeah. What? What thing? The Simpsons. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's that one where uh, Mo gets that girlfriend. Ah, oh, Mo. Yeah. You know Mo, the bartender from the from the show. He's like mm. a grizzly man. Oh. As a not like the winner hurts our grizzly man, Timothy Treadwell, more like just a, a man who is quite grizzly. I see. Yeah. I too would like to step in here in his defense, not as an ecologist, but as a filmmaker. 
he captured such glorious improvised moments, the likes of which the studio directors with their union crews can never dream of. When a Herzog has been on The Simpsons, I'm looking forward to getting to that episode in like 15 years' time. Man, I hope that doesn't appear in a 22 Flims. 22 Flims? When a Herzog? Mm. Grizzly Man? Mm. I think you'd like Grizzly Man. Mm. Okay. It's a documentary about a guy who got mauled by a grizzly because he was too friendly with the grizzlies. How does it relate to Eric Banner's Love the Beast? <laughs> well, the grizzly bear is a sort of beast oh, yeah, that this point. guy loves. That's a really good... <laughs> that's, that's an alarmingly good point. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> What a fool. Yeah. Is that why I went on an extended Winner Herzog thing during our, during oh, our commentary? Maybe. I don't really remember. So, Timothy Treadwell loved the beast in his own way as well. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. did that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Definitely mentioned Timothy Treadwell more in that episode than people might have anticipated. Yeah. I was teaching a class the other day on Australian cinema, and I asked my students, have any of you seen Love the Beast? <laughs> Just a bunch of blank looks back at me. Like Eric Banner documentary. <laughs> what? Oh, I. It's still I, like, I think it's still the most successful Australian documentary. Fuck, I think next week's on documentary film. Maybe I can really get into Love the Beast. I can show them clips, just play them our episode. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Maybe I'll do that. Um, is it really the most successful Australian documentary? I think so. Uh, maybe I'll give that a quick Google on my Google machine. Even more so than, um, I don't know, what are some other famous Australian documentaries? Uh, Mad Max is, of course, a documentary. That's a good point. And events occur in real time. Happy Feet, a documentary about a bunch of happy little penguins with feet. Yep. Much better than that other one about the penguins that didn't have feet and were miserable as a result. Sad stumps. <laughs> Sad stumps, yeah. Oh! What just happened there? <laughs> so, I had a hair tie that I put down over the bottle of beer like this. And then, James, watch this. See if we do it again. I was slowly rolling the hair tie up. And when it yep. got to the neck of the bottle where the bottle thing, the hair tie shot up into the air. Killer. And went all the way to the ceiling. Okay, apparently it's the second highest grossing documentary in can Australian I, can history. Can I guess what the first one is? If I can find out what it is, Wikipedia just says second highest and then leads oh. me to another article. Have they not hyperlinked it? Uh, da, 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 da. Well, where is this fucking information? Da, da, da. Where is this fucking information? Where is it? Did you say documentary or non-fiction? Uh, documentary. Okay. Is there a difference between documentary and non-fiction? Uh, there could be a difference I... in tone. Yeah, I guess like non-fiction could be like a recreation of of a thing. Sure, 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 sure. How the fuck do I do the thing that I need to do here? Oh, right. <laughs> uh, yeah, fuck it. I can't be bothered finding with that. Why don't I just grow? Okay, I'm going to Google highest grossing documentary Australia. So what do you, you going to guess it is? Have you got it? No, but I'll find it. Well, I'm going I'm, I'm to need a clue. Okay. But I, it seemed like you just had a, like a good idea. Okay, here we go. Now, these are not... Oh, fucking hell, this is irritating. Okay, I've got a... God, the list I found here is just like every fucking documentary. It's not specifying Australian ones. Which is a nightmare. 
I'm just sort of scrolling through that, hoping to find the answers. Ooh, is that it? No. Is that true? Oh. It might be Bra Boys. You wouldn't have guessed that. Oh. I have seen that though. Have you? Yeah. What's it about? Uh, it's about uh, the the surfing cult in Maroubra. Okay. Oh Mandy, oh oh Mandy, you came and you found me a turkey on my vacation away from working. Boys. In etc. In Marubra. Uh, we'll be back next week with an episode about a better episode of The Simpsons. Uh, you can find us on social media. You know, we're all over the place. You can email us at Pogs in the Key of Springfield at gmail.com. Uh, I don't know, do we have anything we want to ask people to send us this week? Tell us what your favourite Australian documentaries are. Please. <laughs> Top five Australian documentaries. Top 15. Okay, top 15. Okay. Uh, good night. Love you. Wizzle Wazzle. Um. Oh, Mandy, you came and you found me a turkey on my vacation away from Waikid. Working. There's no second line to that, is there? No. Oh. Oh, Mandy, you kissed me and stopped me from shaking and I needed to take off. I did not enjoy the clip show, <laughs> and I think I made your life very difficult <laughs> in the last, in the past 36 minutes. In now, every time I hit one of these uh, clip shows, by every time I mean both times, I think, should I come up with some sort of gimmick? Like, should I do some sort of a clip show based on our podcast? And I think about, like, every TV show that's ever done that. I'm like, no, that's tedious. It's heaps no tedious. good. Like, it's can like you, you imagine- know, you can't just approach this thing ironically and do a joke version. It's just not funny. No, and because, you know, can you imagine, like... There's one exception, but I'll get into that in a moment. You know, okay, we'll, we'll document every clip that is played in the show and then we will go back and find a clip from our episode that discusses this bit yeah that would be so much work and for what payoff it's not enjoyable none of these clip shows are enjoyable i didn't take a single note <laughs> no you didn't you threw your book aside i haven't even picked up my book for this recording you know why because it's got nothing on it the apart um, from sorry Episode. No, this is still the sting. I want to say a different... Actually, no, fuck it, we can start. Uh, meow?